Lecture Topic Virtues of the Masajid إنما يعمر مساجد الله من آمن بالله واليوم الآخر وأقام الصلاة وآت الزكاة ولم يخش إلا الله فعسى أولئك أن يكونوا من المهتدين قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا رأيتم الرجل يعتاد المسجد فاشهدوا له بالإيمان أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم موسس تكتبنا ما يكرام ما شاء الله رسيس ونسجل الكمالسون تفاوت الصلاة بس مسجد after a period of time and Salah in this masjid was not possible because of the renovation. But now that this day has come for the Fadal and Karam of Allah Ta'ala, so this is indeed a day of great happiness and rejoicing that the house of Allah Ta'ala is once again Abad. So on this note, just to briefly discuss in this time that we have, the aspect of the masjid, the importance of the masjid, and what role the masjid plays in the life of a mu'min. The importance of the masjid is more than glaring from the Qur'an Sharif, from the Ahadith of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, from the very Amal and the practice of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And the importance of anything can be gauge from the extent of importance that Nabi Karim Salaam gave to it. While in Makkah Mukarramah, there obviously was a very different situation. The believers, the Mu'mineen were under siege. They were unable to do anything freely. At the very early stages, even to come to the Kaaba Sharif, to come to Basud al-Haram, which was already interesting, obviously. And to perform any Salah was a matter of life and death. Until the numbers of the believers increased, and Allah Ta'ala then brought people like Sayyidina Amr ibn Khattab radiallahu ta'ala an, and only after the numbers increased, then Nabiya Kareem gave permission, okay, we'll go to the Masjid and perform our Salah a group of Mineen in Jama'ah. But even then, obviously the situation was a situation of siege. But now comes the time when Nabi Karim Sallallahu is given the command from Allah to make hijrat and to migrate to Madinah Munawara. And there's many, many details regarding the hijrat, which the time doesn't permit for that. But on the way, the first place that Nabiya Karim stopped for some days was Kuba before reaching Madinah Munawara. And this was a very short duration of time. It was just about 10 days. But among the first things that were done in Kuba 
was that the masjid was established. And Allah Taala mentions this masjid in the Quran Sharif. La masjidul ussis ala taqwa min awwal yawmin ahaqqu an taqwa fihi. Allah Taala describes it as a masjid which has been established on the foundations of taqwa. Now very some days were going to be spent here and this too was a place and groups and they just came out of this siege that they were under in Bakka Mukarrama. And the first thing that was done was the masjid was established. And then the Kareem Salaam reaches Madina Munawara. And when he reached Madina Munawara, there was no personal residence. He was hosted and the Sahabi that had the very great honor of hosting the Kareem Salaam, Abu Yubam Sari Salaam was based in his home. But before he made a home for himself, before he did anything else, the first thing was done was the masjid was established in Madinah Manorah. And Nabi Karim personally participated in the construction of this masjid. So this is the extent of importance of the masjid in the life of a mu'min. Before anything else was done, before his own house would be built, he built the house of Allah. And then put his house, house a small little structure, how small that at the time when Fatima, when Nabi Karim used to make sajda at the time of Tahajjud, in the house of Sayyidina Aisha, he would tap her foot so that she could move her legs out of the way so he could make sajda. That's the type of house he built for himself. And if a person was standing upright, then he just had to raise his hands and touch the roof. But that too was built right next door to the masjid adjoining the wall of the masjid for the closeness of the masjid. And what importance has this masjid been given in deen? That in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu says that the person whose heart is attached to the masjid, what is the value of this person just whose heart is attached to the masjid? In one hadith Sharif, Nabi Karim says about, mentions about the seven categories of people who will be granted the shade of the Arsh on the day of Qiyamah. The greatness of this Ni'mat and bounty can never be fully understood here in Dunya. It will be realized on the day of Qiyamah. But people will be drowning in their perspiration. And there will be some very fortunate souls who will be granted the shade of the Arsh of Allah on the day of Qiyamah. Among these very fortunate people, one of the categories of people is Rajulun Qalbuhu Mu'allakun Bil Masjid That person whose heart is attached to the Masjid That he will be in the Masjid for certain periods of time but then out of necessity he leaves the Masjid also He has to go home to take care of his name He has to go and rest He has to go and attend to his work He will leave the Masjid from time to time but when he is out of the masjid also, his heart is attached to the masjid. When he leaves his home, when he leaves the masjid after Isha, he is already looking forward to Fajr Salah. When he goes to bed, he is putting his alarm on to wake up in time to be back in the masjid for Fajr Salah. Rajulun qalbuhu bil masjid. He is the person who when he is in the masjid, he is at home. Not at home in the sense like as the person is relaxed at home and very casual, 
not at home in that manner, but he's completely at peace, he's completely content. Amr ibn Dinar, rahimahullah, very great tabi'i, he says that a mu'min, the example of a mu'min in the masjid, is kasamakati fil ma. A mu'min in the masjid is like fish in water. If the fish goes out of the water for something, somehow it just got thrown out of the water or whatever happened, it will now be completely restless until it gets back to the water. This is the example of a movement in the masjid. That in the masjid he is feeling completely at peace, completely content, his heart is tranquil, he is feeling very very happy and pleased to be in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if out of his need he leaves the masjid, from time to time he will have to leave. But when he leaves also his heart is in the masjid. His heart is attached to the masjid. And Masalul Munafiqi fil Masjidi Kattayri fil Qafas. This is sometimes quoted as a hadith, but it's not a hadith shalif. This is taken on Abdul Dinar Rahimahullah. This is an example of a Munafiq in the masjid. And a Munafiq also out of some whatever situation he comes into the masjid. But when he comes into the masjid, he's like a bird in a cage. That bird is just waiting for the smallest, for the smallest clearance that he can find. Just waiting for the first opportunity he can get to just get out of this cage. That bird is just waiting to disappear from here. That bird is just waiting to escape. So now this is a kind of yardstick that he has given us to judge for ourselves what is our own position. Alhamdulillah, Allah is blessed of all of Iman. But what resemblance we have closer to the believers who are true in their Iman, Allah forbid that there is some resemblance to those who are not so close to Iman. So this is a yardstick to judge. When a person is in the masjid, where is his heart? His heart is also in the masjid. He's feeling very, very close to Allah Ta'ala. Feeling very comfortable in the sense that he is not in a rush to now just disappear from the house of Allah Ta'ala. He is feeling very content and feeling very composed and relaxed in terms of his mind and heart and attached towards Allah Ta'ala. This masjid, masjid Allah gave it such great fadilat and virtue that let alone being in the masjid, the person who leaves his home after having made wudu and he's headed towards the masjid for salah, he's not even yet in the masjid, he still only walks out of his house. But he walks out of his house with wudu, this is also a very important point and a lesson for us to take. The masjid, mashallah, the facilities of the masjid are provided, the wudu khana is there, whatever other facilities are there. But this is out of need. Person came to the masjid, now suddenly he needed to refresh his wudu, he needed to use the toilet, he go and make use of the facilities. Somebody came from his work, came straight to the masjid, so obviously he needs to make wudu still. So he's going to make, make wudu now. Somebody was traveling and he speaks straight to the masjid, he's going to now use the facilities. But somebody is leaving from home, then he should not deprive himself. Deprive himself of such great rewards of taking every step to the masjid in a state of wudu with the intention of coming for salah. Now this person who left his home in the state of wudu with the intention of performing salah in the masjid, every step that he takes, he is getting rewarded with one reward. 
Every step he takes, one's sin is being forgiven. And every step he takes, one's status of his indaraja and stage of his is being raised in the akhirat. One stage and one status and one reward and one forgiveness sounds like just one simple thing. But even one billion to is one. And one trillion to is called one. And if there's something called zillion, that too is one. You can start off from one. This is beyond the zillion. Sounds like one good deed. But the reality of this one good deed will only be understood in Akhirat. What does one good deed mean? And now every step, every step one good deed, each good deed takes one closer to Allah. Every step the person took towards the masjid in a state of, he hasn't yet reached the house of Allah. He is still on his way. But this is the virtue of the masjid. And this is the greatness of the house of Allah. Can we imagine that what blessings he receives while he is in the house of Allah? This is still on the way. And in the Hadith Sharif, Nabi Karim Salaam is reported to have said, person who makes wudu and leaves his home for the salah with jama'ah, he is like a person who has put on ihram and left for Baytullah, for Hajj. He is like that person who has already put his ihram from home and he is left now and proceeding for Hajj. Subhanallah, that Haji who goes walking for Hajj, what rewards he gets at every step? This is the virtue of the person now heading for Salah or Jama'ah. This again highlights the greatness of the Masjid. That he is heading for the Masjid. Now who takes advantage of all these great virtues? So this comes back to what's in the heart. What extent of Iman is in the heart? And the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala speaks about this. إِنَّمَا يَعْمُرُ مَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ who are those people who populate, who inhabit the masjid? يَعْمُرُ مَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ تَعْمِيرُ Ta'mir has many many different angles to it, different meanings to it. Ta'mir, one meaning of Ta'mir is building. So one is included in this, you are building the house of Allah Ta'ala. Meaning that a person who builds the house of Allah Ta'ala, in Hadith Sharif, Nabiya Kareem says, Man bana lillahi baitan, Allah the one who builds a house for Allah Ta'ala builds a masjid, Allah will build a palace for him in Jannah. And in one hadith there is an addition to this. That the person who builds a house for Allah Ta'ala, even if it is the size of the nest of Qatat, Qatat is a bird, small little bird, small little bird, small little nest. If he builds a masjid, the size of the nest of this bird. Now somebody might wonder, but size of the nest of this bird, who's going to be able to perform salah in that masjid? He won't be able to get his foot inside. But that's not what the meaning is, that that size of masjid. Meaning that amount of contribution towards the building of the house of Allah. Which is like the, what, the nest of a bird is such an insignificant thing. Meaning outwardly that amount seemed insignificant. It might have been a ram. It might have been less than a ram. What is the price of a nest? How much is somebody will sell a nest for? So that amount of contribution also, but with ikhlas, with sincerity. Man bana lillahi The one who builds that house, not out of competition with anybody. Not for any kind of recognition. 
any name and fame, but bana lillahi meitam. He's building that house purely for the pleasure of Allah. Building that budget for the rewards of Allah. That even if that contribution towards that masjid has been very, very minimal in terms of its quantity, but in the court of Allah, things will be weighed. The scales of good deeds, the scales of deeds will be laid out on the day of Qiyamah, and a person's good deeds will be weighed. And the weight the weight of it would be according to the extent of ikhlas and sincerity in it and how well it was done. So the quantity might be very small, there are certain things, certain items which are very, very small, but the weight of it is tremendous. Get a whole bucky load of, chuck load of cotton wool. What's the weight of the cotton wool? It's a chuck load. And somebody is in one small little wheelbarrow is carrying a few bars of gold. A few bars of gold outweigh the whole truckload of cotton wool. The weight, the quantity doesn't really determine what the weight might be. The weight is something else. And the weight in a'mal comes from the kind of ikhlas business. That is what's going to weigh heavily on the scales of good deeds. So now this little contribution also towards the building of the masjid. And then what is the building of the masjid? The masjid is done. But then Ta'amir also refers to the maintenance of the masjid. Whatever is the ongoing thing, it never stops. So whatever little a person contributed, mashallah, we use the facilities of the masjid, we use the water to make wudu, we use the lights, whatever other facilities are there in the masjid, the fans, the air conditioning, mashallah, whoever is taking care of it, reward them tremendously. But we are benefiting from it also. Our little contribution towards this is contribution towards the maintenance of the masjid. And Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّمَا يَعْمُرُوا بَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ This building, this maintenance, who will truly put their heart into all this? مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ Those who are truly people of Iman. Their Iman motivates them and moves them to take care of all this, take care of the house of Allah Ta'ala. To be conscious of what this is all about. And this is no ordinary place, this is such a great place. As you mentioned, the person who still only left his house, what virtue is there for him? The person who is seen in the masjid regularly. Now he's just a person who's been seen in the masjid, he's regular. Nabi Karim says, this person who is regular in the masjid, is regular masjid, When you see a person regularly in the masjid, now, Imam is something inside the heart of a person. Nobody can see anybody else's Imam. In the time of the Sahaba Ikram, there were people who were Munafiqeen, but they too would be in the Masjid. Those who didn't know, they didn't know. Who's this person? But the Akhirim Salaam had been informed. And he informed Hazrat Huzaifa bin Jaman But this was his secret. But others didn't know. Who's who? can't see this person got the heart in his heart, his little man, what is God. But Nabi Karim Salafim says, if you see a person regularly in the masjid, he's there all the time, he's there Fajr and Isha, Fashadu lahu bil iman. You can testify to this person's iman. If you ask, is this person a mu'min, you can give testimony. Something that's concealed in his heart, but this is a glaring sign. That he is regular in the masjid. Regular in the house of Allah, for his five days in Salafim. 
So now this is how great the place of the house of Allah Ta'ala is. And now this ta'mir, innama ya'kuru masajid Allah. What is the building of the house of Allah Ta'ala? The maintenance of the house of Allah Ta'ala. And more important than all this, the ta'mir. Ta'mir refers to keeping the house of Allah Ta'ala apart. Who will keep the house of Allah Ta'ala alive? Who will keep it throbbing? Keep it pulsating with amal. Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّمَا يَعْمُرُ مَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ Those who have true iman in Allah Ta'ala وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ And they are conscious the day of Qiyamah is coming. Whatever steps I have taken to the masjid in the state of Allah, not just gone in vain. The day of Qiyamah is coming. Allah will reward them. Whatever I spent to contribute towards the house of Allah Ta'ala towards the building of the house of Allah Ta'ala, towards the upkeep and maintenance of the house of Allah Ta'ala. It's not going in vain. This is all going to be in the hasanat, in the good deeds of a person of the day of Qiyamah. Well, Imam on the last day, this is very much alive. It's not just something far behind in his mind. It's present in his heart all the time. Man amana billahi wa yawmin akhir wa aqama salah And they establish salah. This is the abadi of the masjid. That the person, the masjid is not just some place to be built for the sake of it being there. It is meant to be kept alive with amal. And the most important amal and the greatest amal is the five daily salah, the first salah. And this first salah, it is wajib to perform it with jama'ah. And to come to the house of Allah Ta'ala, Nabi Akhirim Salaam very, very greatly emphasized this. How greatly emphasized? On an occasion, Nabi Akhirim Salaam said that it was my intention. I intended to do this. That ask somebody else to leave the salah. Somebody else to become the Imam. And I go to the homes of those who are performing their salah at home. Not that they are missing their salah. They are performing their salah at home. But they haven't come to the masjid despite having no valid excuse for it. And do what? Now this is Rahmatul Lil Alameen. Rahmatul Lil Alameen is expressing this. This is an expression of extreme pain. That I intended to go and burn down those homes. And had it not been for the women and children in the home, I would have done it. Now, this is not just an expression. Rahmatul Alameen, the mercy unto mankind, he's expressing his pain, he's expressing his grief. That somebody is in the vicinity of the masjid, he's within any distance of the masjid. But the Muslim called out, Hayyan al-Salah, Hayyan al-Salah. And he didn't pay attention to it. He decided not to come. He made a decision beforehand. He's going to sleep, he decided he's not going to be in the masjid for Fajr. By setting his alarm for after the Jamaat time. Oh, in his mind and heart, he thought, I am not going now, Allah. Can we imagine the situation? What is a person should be having his heart attached to the masjid? What is the position when a person is deciding beforehand, I am not going to the masjid. I am going to be at home. Perform the salah at home also, but I am not going to the masjid. How totally opposite to what we have been told in the Adishri. 
So the Bikrim Salaam is highlighting this, that my intention was actually to go and burn down the homes of those who are coming, not coming to the masjid, despite the fact that they got no, no valid excuse, they are still remaining at home and performing the Salah at home. One, Hazrat Abdullah bin Zubayr his grandson, Sabit, so he used to make this dua all the time, regularly make this dua, Allahumma amitni meetatal hasana. Make dua in these words, Allah give me a very good death. A very good death, there are so many different things that can be thought about, what is a good death? So in any case, one day children ask him, but what are you referring to by meetatal hasana? It's good death. You see, good death is Allah Allah takes his servant while he takes me while I'm in sajda. Any case, he got very sick and he was now suddenly in Sakara. Last moments of life, the times of death started. And as the Sakara started, the Azam of Maghrib started. When the Azam of Maghrib started, now he's in his times of death. But he's already, though in the times of death, he's still conscious. He said to them, please quickly take me to the masjid. He said, but you are in the times of death, you are excused. He says, what excuse I have when the Muslim is saying, Hayyana Salah, come to the masjid, and I'm saying, I'm not going to go. He said, take me to the masjid now. So in any case, they carried him, now he's in the fact of death, he's in Sakara. Whereas in terms of the fatwa, he definitely was excused. But he said, no, no, I'm not excused. I'm hearing it, I can hear the Muslim saying, Hayyana Salah, Hayyana Salah, take me to the masjid. So they had to carry him. They carried him, brought him to the masjid, they made him sit in the surf. He started his salah, and in the last sakat, the last sajda, his rule left. He passed away. Allahumma amitni meetatan hasana. Allah will accept his dua, but in that last moments of life, after sakarat comments, he said, no, no, I want to go to the masjid. Now, can you imagine the fit and healthy person? We are well, we are healthy, we don't have any excuse, and we deciding up front not to go to the masjid. Fajr time, don't look for me to the masjid, I won't be there. Or Isha time, Isha is too late now, we ought to be at home, making my salah at home. This is not in keeping with what Allah Ta'ala has made the masjid for. Allah Ta'ala says this masjid, this masjid is to make up abad. Who will keep in abad? Those who have this iman in their hearts. Inna ma ya'amun billahi and they fear none but Allah. One is natural fear of things, the dog is suddenly running towards one, he's going to run the other direction, he sees a snake. But in fulfilling the command of Allah, all these unfounded fears, etc., don't come in his way. All these unfounded fears, just over exaggerated things, and sometimes just some. Something that is just occupying his mind and heart unnecessarily, all these things. MashaAllah, people are coming and going, people go to work, the security fears, whatever else. They take their precautions, they do what they have to do, they go to their, to their job, they, they could wake up in the middle of the night to attend to some alarm, they want to sort that out also. So the masjid is the house of Allah, ta'ala. those who are in the masjid are protected from Azhar. So this is the place. Allah Ta'ala's special Rahmat comes, the place where Allah Ta'ala's grace and mercy comes. And this quickly touched on one more ayah of the Quran says, Fi bujootin adhim Allah an turfa' wa yudkara fiha smuh yusabbi'unahu fiha bil hudumi wal asal Allah Ta'ala says that the righteous people 
Where, what do they do? They worship Allah Ta'ala. See, buyutik in those houses of Allah Ta'ala, which Allah Ta'ala has ordained that they be revered and turma, they be respected and honored. The masjid, anything that is against the respect and honor of the masjid is to be refrained from. Talking worldly talk in the masjid, people sometimes are sitting idle talk in the masjid. Now people are on their social media and Allah Kabul, what not they busy with. That phone should be totally shut off before entering the house of Allah Ta'ala and raising voices in the masjid. All this is against the respect and honor of the masjid. To come with any order into the masjid against the respect and honor of the masjid. And the Akareem Salaam people who sometimes, if they found with some order, have them taken all the way out towards Baqi to highlight this was not something to do, to come with order to the masjid. Now, whatever happens sometimes, a person has coming to the masjid with that order. This is the house of Allah Ta'ala where the name of Allah Ta'ala is to be taken. And morning and evening, the glorification and tasbih of Allah Ta'ala is taken in the house of Allah Ta'ala. It's a place of salah, of zikr, of tilawat, of the Quran Sharif, of dua, of learning and teaching deen, of renewing and rejuvenating the spirit of Iman through the talks of Iman, this is the house of Allah Not a place for any worldly things. And who does all this? Allah Ta'ala says, people who are such rijalun, la tulihim tijaratun, wa la bayun an zikrillah, wa iqaamis salah wa ita'is zakah. That who does all this? Who reverses the masjid? Who honors the masjid? Who upholds the sanctity of the masjid? Who is concerned to take care of the masjid? People, men, rijal, who are not made neglectful by their businesses, by their trade and commerce, from establishing salah, from discharging their zakat, and by fulfilling what Allah has commanded them. They are the people who are fearful. They are afraid of the day of Qiyamah when hearts and eyeballs will overturn. So they are preparing for that day. And among the things that they give high importance to for the preparation of that day, they keep the masjid abad. They are regular for their five times salah in the masjid. And they honor and reward the masjid. They sanctify the masjid. This becomes the means of their great position on the day of Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala accept, mashallah, all those who have been part of the building of this masjid. Allah Ta'ala accept all who be part of the ta- abadi and the ta'mir of the masjid. And keeping the masjid alive.